Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Thanks, Sean. I just want to thank Sean for taking care of business today, holding down the fort. I'm Cam Stewart, along with uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Long Island Rage, George Kurtz, a.k.a. Mr. Baseball, who's in uh, very, very, very many leagues. I almost want Georgia. I hope you can send me a, a cheat sheet here, or some rankings of your guys, so I can fleece my friends. You're very, very good at this stuff, and uh, I wouldn't mind winning some money. I'll give you a cut if uh, you send me an email. <laughs> oh, just, just using the SPN cheat sheet, man. I don't have anything printed out. I, all I do is, uh, I mean, I have my guys, I, I, I tier my guys. I always put uh, my players in tiers. I think it's so important to do it's during a draft. So you realize when, when, uh, you know, when one tier is going down here, it'll help you really later on in your drafts. The first five rounds, you're taking the best players. I don't care. I'm just taking the best players there. But after that, I have tiers where I know, oh, this is the last guy in such and such a tier of the outfielders. I still need four outfielders. I better take this guy before we, uh, you go to the next level, or guys that I believe in the next level. I always have a cheat sheet. I highlight. There's no matter what site you use, Cam. I don't know what site you're using for your draft. Use ESPN, CBS, Yahoo, whatever it is. Those I think are we're on Yahoo. Yeah, I think we're on yeah, this. I think this league's Yahoo. I'm almost, I, I got to find out after the show. But yeah, I just got an invite to it. The draft's right after the show. I think it's Yahoo there, George. Yeah, so it doesn't, really, it doesn't really matter which site you use, but all of them, you will have players that are ranked so low. You're like, why is this guy ranked so low? And you, and you like them. So they're always, I always, when I go on my cheat sheet, I always highlight guys so I don't forget about them. And then I go on the site if I have time. I mean, I know you'll be in a rush right after the show. You may not have time. But I may make sure I put those guys in my queue so I don't forget about them. Not that I'm taking them early, but I want to make sure I don't forget about them. Oh, you know, I forgot all about he was uh, there. Because he wasn't on and on the site, on the rankings, you look at the site, he's not in the top now we're over 300 for whatever reason. They may have made a mistake. Remember, on these sites, you're pretty much going by one person's rankings. And that's what it is. And if they, if they don't like yeah. somebody, they have a rank really low. That doesn't mean they're right. Everybody else, you know, everybody in the industry may have them ranked much higher. So there's always guys that you find much lower than I believe. And I always make sure those I, – I remember those guys. I highlight them on my, uh, on my sheet, and I make sure I put them in the queue on my uh, on the site so I don't forget about them. And I, I can remember to grab them later. They're always guys – and listen, every, we all have guys we like. You know, and that, that's the way it should be. But that's how I go about a draft. You know, I have my own little notes, but I don't, I don't, as for rankings, I don't really have a rankings print out. Not, I'm nowhere near anything that would help anybody. Uh, I may have top 20 players in a row that helps me in the first, second round. Because, like I said, the first couple of rounds, I'm basically just taking best player available. Yes, generally in the second round, I'm taking a pitcher because I go first round, best hitter available, second round, best pitcher available. And that's why I end up having Verlander in every draft because he's always the guy that's there. But that's how I approach a draft. After that, I'm filling out categories. You know, I'm looking for uh, 
Another thing I do, and I can't once if you're in a high money league or a league you care about winning and you really want to put the work in, you should know. For uh, assuming it's a rotisserie league, you should know how many it takes to about to win each category. You, know, you should know that over the past five years in this league, it's taken 300 home runs to win this category. So I automatically have that on top. 300 home runs, that's what it's going to take to win. And now every player I draft, I have to be realistic of what he's going to do. Okay, I drafted uh, Paul Goldschmidt. I have him penciled for 32 home runs. Okay, yeah. minus 32. Now I need 268 home runs to win that category. It's great it gives, pro- that, no, not, that's great approach. You're not George. trying that's, to, this is, you're, you're not trying to win every category. Good. You're not really trying to win every category, but you want to have an idea. You don't want to be in round 17 and realize, I have 488 home runs. Oh, my God, I've overkilled it. And yet you have three stolen bases, things like that. It gives you an idea of, okay, when you're in round 11, I don't need to draft such and such a player. I've already got home runs covered. I need stolen bases. I better find someone who steals my bases. And that's how I go about it. Like I said, you're not trying to win every category, but you want to be representative. And you want to have an idea of a category that you've killed. I've destroyed wins. You know, I destroyed home runs, whatever it might be. I don't really do ratios all that much, although what I might do for ratios is uh, I start with a zero, and then I write, all right, I'm minus 15. This guy's going to be bad, and i got to make up for that, according to what I believe. Average, same thing. If, if the league average in fantasy is 272, and I have a guy who's going to bet 250, well, then I'm minus 22. I know that i got to make up for that real quick. So you don't want to do heavy math during the thing and to be dividing 18 averages. But if you do it the way I'm talking about it, you know, once again, if you have a 272 and you got a guy who's batting 300, then you're plus 28. Now you know you're plus it. You could also do it according to what, once again, what the, uh, it takes to win your league over and over again each year. If it takes, if it takes 281 to win your league, well, then you're plus 19. You get a, uh, a minus guy, you're minus 31. And you do the math there. Now it's easier math. I'm minus 12. So I still got room. I, I got room to make up there. It's how I approach things. But I don't do that for home leagues, for fun home leagues. I don't do that. It is, it is more work. But if I'm playing in a league, my one home league is $200 a person. I care about that league. All right, I'll do the work. Yeah. And I'll make sure I put that in. It, I said it depends on how far you want to go. There are always ways to do that. And that's how I approach a draft. Wow, you just blew my mind there, George. I was just thinking while you were while, while I was going through those numbers, I was like, God, I wish uh, I should just pay George Kurtz to do my taxes. I trust you a hell of a lot more than like some dude at H and R Block or whatever. It's some good math there, George. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I know uh, various. Uh, I know Rotor Experts talked about it at one time. I think other sites as well about having us available for a draft and paying us to do it. It ne- thank thankfully it never came down to where we would do that because uh, man, it puts a lot of pressure on you because uh, the bottom line is I never know your league and I don't know your players. You do know your league. I know my home yes. league. You know, I know what guys, you know, I know like in my home league, the one uh, one guy loves the Yankees. I know he's going to take some Yankees earlier than he should. Yeah. I know it's going to happen. And that lets me know two things. That lets me know, A, he'll do that. He'll make some mistakes. But it also lets me know if there's a Yankee I want. I'm not talking about the great Yankees, Judge Stanton. Of course, they're going first, second round. But if there's a Yankee I want, I better watch him because I know he's going to grab him. So I have to be careful. If I want Tanaka, because I, I need wins, I better make sure I'm ahead of this guy. Or I don't wait that extra round because he might grab them. It, you know, little hints like that is a way, a way to go about it. You know, if you're in an auction league, same thing. I could bid up a Yankee player because I know he'll keep going or a Met player. If you're in a home league, generally wherever you are, your home players go for more than they should because they are fans yep. of the team. You know, it shouldn't be exactly. that way. It's not yeah, the right, it's right the way to play, I... but people do it over and over. 
Yeah, well, that's like my buddy, Fast Talking Mike. He takes Packers too high every year. We we love it. Like, you know what I mean? He does pretty well in the league, but always down the stretch. Like, he went too, too, too early on the Packers. And, uh, he paid the price this year with uh, Aaron Rodgers big time. George, I got I to gotta tell you, it's interesting. That's why we shop around and go to different books. And uh, great great information on the, the baseball uh, stuff. That's the best. That's why I love about working with you, George. Like, you're a real, like, super, super, super DFS fantasy. Like, you've taught me a lot about, uh, like, baseball. I'm only in a couple, couple leagues with my buddies i'm more doing like the football but i i love it like i can't wait to go in this league today but just searching around i found um we talked about scooter Jeanette possibly being out for uh three months i found a home run total for him online too uh how many home runs do you think scooter Jeanette will get if he's out for uh what is he could be out for 12 weeks correct is that what we were could talking we, about 12 eight, weeks they said eight to 12 weeks so we split the difference there we say 10 weeks Right, that puts him okay. back. So what, uh, April, May, June, probably mid June. June. Yeah. So he's gonna play 100 games. So what do you think his home runs is here? I said the over under now becomes 18. It's 23 and a half. Well, I'll take the under. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this is. I'm betting that like I I need more money to to like go on these things and bet these things. I was just gonna like that's it's still listed. Like usually a lot of the time they'll go down or they'll readjust it because of the injury. But twenty three and a half seems a little bit high, don't you think? Like, that's high. I think it, Way first too off, high. even if, even if that number was adjusted after the injury, it's it's adjusted way too high. You're assuming that he comes back really on the eight week time span that he comes back early that he doesn't suffer any setbacks and that he's fine when he comes back. You know, it starts hitting right away, and that's a lot to ask for. 23 home runs, even for a full season. He only had 23 last year. He only had 27 the year before, so I don't think this number's been moved. I know. I don't think they've really, – I, I don't think they've uh, – I think they've made a mistake. They haven't – this news, anyway, this news yeah, came out yesterday. Take, it's been 24 hours. Take a look at it. It's uh, it's it's somebody that we both uh, know very well. I'm just going to say uh, – you know what I'm talking about? Go check it out, buddy. It's uh, I'm going to go to the bank, actually, and take out a few hundred dollars so I can bet it. Like I just wanted to give you a heads up, and uh, we'll see what happens there. I know you I know you love props. Um, I'm going to name a couple of guys. You tell me, what this is the total season home run props. We better do this now because next week uh, baseball is going to be in full swing. So uh, we'll start it with a couple of guys. What do you think about uh, Ryan Braun, his over-under 20? You could say you could say pass, too, George. Just a game we're going to play. Ryan Braun, total home runs, 23 and a half. Half opinion. I love games. We all love games, right? Uh, I think sure Ryan do. Braun. We got to be a little bit worried about playing time right, with Ryan Braun here because they have a lot of a lot of good players there. Players, it's Aguilar, Braun, you know, Eric Thames. Someone has to sit. You know, Kane and Yelich pretty much aren't sitting, so someone has to hit, sit out of those three guys each and every game here. Uh, pretty much Thames or Braun. Uh, they could go to a lefty righty scenario. I think Braun still plays some. 20 home runs. He only had 20 last year, 17 the year before. 20 was the number, right? This number is 23 and a half. So under? I'll take the under. I'm taking the under. Yeah, I think he gets around 20, 21. I think it's close, mind you. I don't think it's an easy one. No, not like uh, Jeanette, but uh, I'll take the under. I'm betting Jeanette. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I just actually put a star beside it to, like, actually. Jeanette's a must. To go Jeanette, to bank, Jeanette's a must. To go to the bank. No, I'm actually going to go to the bank and take out a couple hundred dollars and put it on that. Like, I have to. The guy's out could be out for three months, and you said it. That's not including setbacks. Josh Donaldson, who did have setbacks last year, George, his total regular season, total home runs, 24 and a half. What do you think, Kurtz? Man, that calf, is it, is it healthy at all? I mean, real, literally, is it healthy at all, that calf? I mean, it's been banged up for I, so long. I like long. the under on most of these. 
when I'm looking at them, I lean under on a lot of them. These are high numbers, I think. Wow. I think with Donaldson, if I'm if I'm the Braves, I'm managing him. And what I mean by that when I say I'm managing him, he's not playing every day. He's getting at least one day off every seven days, maybe one every ten uh, if I feel good about it, which means he's not going to play anywhere near a full season here. So, so I think, once again, I'll take the under as well. But the thing is with Donaldson is this. If he can play 140 games, he's going to hit the over there. The man swings hard. All right, he swings hard, and he when does. he makes a uh, connection, he's a good – listen, he's a good player. He's an all-star when healthy. He's an absolute all-star when healthy. So I want to take the over, but once again, it's the playing time issue I'm concerned with. So I'll take the under as well. Trey Mancini, 24 and a half regular season home runs. Boy, there's nothing going on in Baltimore. This is a bad team. This is a bad he's, he's team. He's the only guy. The good news is he's, he, right, he's the only guy, which is good and bad. Because being the only guy means if, if by any chance a game is close, they're not pitching to you. They don't have to. They'll go up to somebody else. There's no one else there. So that concerns me somewhat, but I love the ballpark. The ball, ballpark is terrible. There'll also be games where the exact opposite is true. They're losing 9-1. There's a fastball down Broadway because I just don't want to walk you. You know, if you can hit it, you can hit it. You know, good yeah. luck to you. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the over on Mancini. I think he's going to get his 600 at-bats. I think so, I think too. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll hit like 27, 28, 28, 29. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I have as well. 28, 29. Okay, let's go to some big dogs uh, before. I, I, I love that. I've got to give be honest, this book's got some. I, I, I love it. I love this book because uh, the props are great on it. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt. What do we think about him? 29 and a half for Paul Goldschmidt. I tend to worry about players who got traded because, once again, it's the human nature thing. You have to move your family. Are you comfortable with everything that's going on there? All that sort of garbage that comes along with it. But I do like him going to St. Louis. You know, I think it's a great place to go. The fair, it's a great baseball town. It's a really good team here. Uh, the ballpark, yeah, you take a little bit of a hit. You know, whether or not you believe the humidor, how much that affected Arizona last year. If you, if you think it affected it a lot, then maybe it's even. Uh, 29 and a half a Goldsmith. That, that's a high number. That's a high number. I'm going to go with the under here. I think he's going to have a very good season. But uh, I think the home run total may be down a little bit. I think those home runs he likes to hit out, that maybe did carry. Uh, to right center in Arizona, it's not going to happen in St. Louis. Mr. All or Nothing, Joey Gallo, 37 and a half. Listen, he hits, if he plays, he hits that number. It's really that simple. The only way he doesn't hit that is if he gets hurt because that's what he is. He swing, he's just swinging for the fences. He'll bat 210. If he plays the full season, they, they don't bench him ever. He'll hit 45 home runs. I don't, I don't have any doubt about that. So I'll go the over there. Lean the over. Bryce Harper, 35 and a half. Once again, guy changes. He's already been hurt behind a little bit, but he plays in a band box now. I mean, balls he, he swings. <laughs> balls he miss hits are going to go out to left field. That didn't go out Washington. But it's his first year in Philadelphia. What if he gets off to a slow start, Kane? Those fans get on him. That media gets on him. And all he hears That's is the, the thing. He has, million he's making. He has the type of personality to get rattled. You know what I mean? Like I agree. Like, yeah, you know, I came over here and blah blah blah. Like he's a hothead, right? So if the and Phil, Philadelphia fans got no time time for that type of stuff. But uh, it's why I was tough. so that's surprised he didn't he didn't ask for an out in his contract because this way if things aren't working out after three years, you can get the hell out of Philly. Because if don't get me wrong, if things are working great, Philadelphia will love you. They'll build a, they'll build a statue to him if things are going great. But man, if things don't, they will eat you alive there. It's a tough place to play. Uh, Thirty five home runs. History says he gets hurt, that he's not going to do it, but that's in Washington. Uh, I'm going to go under here just to play the odds here, but I w- this is one I wouldn't bet. 
I wouldn't bet this. I think the number's right. I wouldn't take it. Mike Trout. Mike Trout, 38 and a half. Trout's also last couple of years been banged up quite often, right? Now, he, he gets hurt I now uh, more than he should. Or more than you, I shouldn't say more than he should, more than you'd like. When I say should, that sort of Im- implies that he's injury prone. I don't think he's injury prone. But last couple of years, you know, he's missed what? Uh, missed 22 games last year, 48 the year before. 38 home runs, only done that twice in his career, but he's right around it all the time. So signed a $430 million contract? No. I'm going to go under. But once again, uh, it'd be for a very, very small amount the right pass. And uh, to round out the category, both Yankees, George Rapid Fire, both Judge Stanton, 39 and a half. You're on the clock, Kurtz. What do you think? Both are 39 and a half. I think Judge hits 50 this year. Uh, once again, doesn't, if he doesn't get hit, hit in the wrist, I think he hits 50. Love his new batting stance. Stanton at 39, yeah. I'm not quite as uh, bullish on, but I'll take the over on that as well. There he is, George Kurtz. We're going to go through some more baseball props as the season gets going on Thursday. Our best bets of the day, current lines, and a whole lot more. It's the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart. He's Colonel Kurtz, and we're coming back after a short break, breaking down the board and more props and gambling news and info for you. Stay tuned, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Shot Camzilla, yeah, Camzilla. How you doing, everybody? I'm Cam Stewart, along with George Kurtz. We're breaking down some baseball bets and props for the season. I remember before we did some saves. We just did home runs. And George, I think another uh, category where we might be able to get an edge on is uh, stolen bases that we've talked about. And because a couple guys that uh, we mentioned earlier on in the show where to take them in drafts are, are on the list. And can't wait for the season to get going on Thursday. And I have to re-up my account because uh, you got me really interested in Scooter Jeanette under home runs. And Mike, uh, and, and Judge, uh, what are we going to do with Judge? You're saying 50? Over. So 39 and a half for Judge. We got to go over, right? That's that, that's what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, I think I think I think Judge is going to hit a ton of home runs this year. I think uh, I think he's going to abuse right field in Yankee Stadium. It seems to be where his swing is oh, now it's... tailored for to uh, hit the ball the other way. Uh, at Yankee Stadium, he's, he's he has a very small. He doesn't even have a stride anymore. He just uh, lifts his leg up to his toe and puts his left foot back down. That's his new stride. I think he's trying once again trying to cut down the strikeouts. I think he's realized Cam that you know what a three hundred ninety foot home run counts the same as a four hundred foot home run. A 500-foot home run. There's, there's no difference. Exactly. He doesn't need to hit the tape measure shot. It gets out, it gets and maybe, out. Exactly. And maybe uh, cut down some strikeouts here. A couple little, uh, little little notes for you here. Trumbo is going to start sure. the season on the injured list for Baltimore here. Not that anyone's truly worried about Trumbo, but he will start. Wilson nope. Ramos, uh, Mets edition here. Had to leave the game today after getting hit with the ball. Uh, no news That's of that severe. Just once again playing precaution there, which it probably is. Uh, Yankees, a couple of minor moves here. Tyler Wade didn't make, make the team, which is somewhat surprising here. Uh, maybe because D.J. LeMahieu is there. They don't need another backup infielder. But Tyler Wade could also play the outfield. It was a nice utility guy there. Doesn't make 
make the team. But the Yankees made a trade yesterday for a guy, I'll be honest, I never heard of, Mike Taupman. And he will make the team as a reserve outfielder. He'll be on the team until, once again, Aaron Hicks is uh, ready to uh, is ready to play. Uh, and that's it for the Yankees there. So, once again, Ramos left the game today. Don't know how severe that is. I'm sure we'll, a lot of us are waiting to see with that. The last thing we need is another catching injury. We all know how, really, there's just no depth at catcher whatsoever. Yeah, there wasn't uh, Kratz. Did, did Kratz just sign on with the Giants, too? Colonel Kratz, not Colonel Kurtz. <laughs> Close enough. A couple letters difference. He'll, uh, you know, yeah. just throw a U and an R on there, and he's good. But, uh, yeah, he just signed as well. <laughs> not fantasy-worthy, boys and girls. But then again, no, you know not, what? Not at all. If you're in a two-catcher league, everybody is catching is fantasy-worthy. <laughs> Excellent point. Yeah, that's, yeah and I heard the Giants are sniffing around for uh, – uh, for Kevin, Kevin Pilar of the Blue Jays as well, right? Yeah, so the Jays, the problem with Pilar, Pilar's not a very good, like, by, by stretch, he's a streak hitter, but he's way better defensively than offensively, but they probably, you know, like, he's a fan favorite, so I, I know they probably don't want to get rid of him, but I, I would, and try to get as much as you can for him there, George. But, uh, yeah, the Giants, are sniff- it sounds like they're sniffing around for anything, absolutely anything. Stolen bases, George, I'm going to start things off with uh, the big dog right here. Out of all the totals, he is uh, number one on the list, Aldoberto Mondesi uh, right now. Who's over under for stolen bases? It's a big juicy one at 44 and a half. Uh, where do we go here? Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, he's going like round four, round five of drafts. People are really buying in. It, they're buying in on the stolen bases. They want those bases. Once again, he, he doesn't lock up the category for you, but he pretty much assures you of top five if you uh, get him. Uh, history says he's going to run, assuming he can hit at all. He'll run. So I'm going to go the over here. Mainly because the Royals, they have no choice. There's no power in this lineup. So they have to run. They have small to manufacture ball. runs. Yeah. So not a lot of small. But this is going to be the Cardinals of the 80s. Yep. Billy Hamilton. We all know about his uh, his wheels. Uh, for 40, uh, 41 and a half. I see he scares me a little bit because what if he can't hit a lick? I mean, and then they just can't go with that. I mean, ugh. yeah, he, he is. I mean, if, he, if he plays a full season, he easily hits the number. We know that. But he's better 236, 247 the past two years, which is bad enough as it is. But his OBP is under 300. For Billy Hamilton, that can't happen. Your OBP has to be 350, 375. Hell, you're like number 400, actually, for a player who adds nothing else. So that's my worry here. Sooner or later, they may say, you know what? We got to cut bait here. No choice. Uh, so I'm worried here. This is one I'd probably pass on, but if you force me to, I'd take the over. No, you could pass, George. That's a beautiful thing on these props. There's like 20, you know, some of them have 15, 30 guys listed, so you can kind of sprinkle around like a buffet and get what dish you want. Trey Turner, 43 and a half. Uh, Oh, that's, uh, he, he, he's, he's amazing. Trey Turner, 43 and a half. Big number, though. Yeah, we keep hearing manager Dave Martinez tell that he want, tell us that he wants to turn and run. Run with a reckless abandon, pretty much. Uh, interesting. I wonder if that's a really – because Harper's gone now, you need the – I don't think they need to manufacture as much as some of these other teams, but you wonder if that's a sort of response to that. Uh, he's still 43, 46. Now he's given the green light. I'll take the over. Just stay healthy. Interesting. A guy that I really, really like, uh, he's fast as hell, too. Malik Smith, um, his total, 38 and a half. Already banged up a little bit. Another guy, uh, you never know with playing time, but 
Seattle, bad team, bad team. You should be able to uh, yeah. to get the, keep the full time job there. But I do worry about it somewhat that maybe you know maybe uh, he loses a job there. Uh, bottom line is this: if he plays, he gets it. Yeah, because he was he has to run. He always doesn't offer really much else here, so he's got to run. Got to run. Give me the over. Yeah, I, 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 I like the over on that one, too. Not as much as our, our other bets with Jeanette uh, under home runs and Judge over. But uh, what about D. Gordon? Uh, his stolen base uh, total sits at 37.5. D. Gordon, 37.5. Well, he, listen, playing time's not really an issue. Right? Cano's gone. There's no one else there to push him there. He's going to go over as well. No, no choice. These guys have to run. If they don't run, they of, are of no value to the team. None. You know, so, uh, yeah, I think he's already got one, right? He's got one in two games. He's on pace for 81 there. Give me the over. A guy that I really, really like. Uh, it's unfortunate that he plays for the Royals. Whit Merrifield, 33 and a half. That's a, that's a juicy total there, 30, 33 and a half for Merrifield. What do you think about that one, George? Notice how all these players we're talking about, almost everyone are on non-contending teams, teams that that's don't the, have yeah, the that's, power bats. That's exactly it. That's what they, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm looking Yankees. Nah, no, no, they're, they're on, yeah. Royals, uh, Mariners, Reds. <laughs> yes. They're non-contending teams. Exactly. Because they have to manufacture. They have to run. They're not going to hit. You they, know, they have, have to do something. going to hit 50. Yeah. Right? Got to score some way. Uh, Merrifield's going in third round of snake drafts. I don't think I have him in any leagues. I can't spend what? that pick on him. I'm not kidding. That's once crazy. again, people believe, people believe that he's going to hit 20 50. You know, steal 20 bases. Uh, I'm sorry, hit 20 home runs, steal 50 bases. That's what they believe is coming here. Uh, 50 bases? I, I His over under is 33 and a half. Still 45. Why is it 33 and a half? Before. But why, why is it 33 too and low. a half then? That seems a little too bit low. Too low for me. I'm going. It's too low? I agree. I'm going. I'm going over. I think, I, unless, once again, unless there's an injury that happens here, I'm not worried about the bags. The home runs, I'm a little worried about. I don't, know if yes. he, I, I don't know if he can hit 20 home runs. I think I have him more in the 15 range. But uh, the bags, I think, are coming. I do. Well, George, here's a guy for a team that can't hit a home runs, too, but just one of the best all-around players in baseball, Mookie Betts. 27 and a half is your over-under, friend. What do we do with Mookie Betts? 27 and a half. See, that, when you get to the better teams, they don't need these guys to steal bases because the, you know, they don't want to take the bat out of J.D. Martinez's hands they hit a two, uh-huh. at least a two-run homer. Ben Attendee. So that's one. Yep, all those guys. Right, Ben Attendee. You can go on and on. Bogarts, these guys can hit. They don't need to manufacture. So, you know, Bo- uh, Bogarts. Betts may only steal when he has to steal. You know, when uh, when they're down a run of a ninth inning or when there's two outs and he's on first base, get the second base, get a runner in scoring position. I'm going to say <laughs> under, but barely. Under so under twenty, yeah, that's that's a very tough one though. Yeah, I, I, I see him in like the like twenty three, twenty four, but it's not close enough for me. Like with with Merrifield, uh, you think he can steal fifty, so that number is off by maybe sixteen or seventeen. That's something that I'm going to jump on and bet on. Then what about uh, interesting another another great all around player, the best all around player in baseball, Mike Trout. His number sits at twenty three and a half. George, what do we do with Mike Trout? Do you think that's a little low? Uh, that does seem a little low for me. It, it does. I think I think truck. I, listen, most of these guys can do it if they want to. 
Question is, do they want to run? That's the you thing. Know, some, some guys just yeah. don't want to run. They can all do it. Uh, I'm going to go over for Trout. I think it's all, some, way, some, some of the same reason. They, they need to run sometimes when he doesn't hit a home run to score runs here. And he's, we know he's going to be on base a truckload. His OBP last year was 460. Think about that. That's psychotic. So he's on base a truckload. It's not asking all that much <laughs> just to steal one base a week. That's all you want is one base a week, and he hits the number. So, yes, I'll give, uh, I'll give Trout the over. Yeah, a lot of interesting. Uh, what else do we go here? Uh, ooh, Atlanta Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, 23 and a half. Uh, same total as Mike Trout. A lot of 23 and a halves here, George. That seems to be a very popular number. But uh, what do you think about that one? 23 and a half. Can we get there? You know, Joe Galina asked the question this morning, who, uh, be, who I picked my MVP in the National League. Almost said Acuna. Almost said it. I, really? I just can't quite give it to the uh, – almost said it. Almost. I, I, in the end, I couldn't pull it. Uh, Who'd you go with? This is. I went with Chris Bryant. I went off the board here. Actually, I think they're all off the board. There's nice. no. Uh, I don't think there's any favorite in the National League. Uh, Chris, I'm not going. I'm not going with Bryant or Harper. Uh, I'm not going with Harper. I'm a child of the uh, the big signees. I don't know if they'll have monster seasons their first year in new places. But I thought about Goldschmidt. But same thing. New place. Arenado. You know, someone else I gave some credit to. And I say a Cooner I thought about, but in the end, uh, went a little bit off the board with Chris Bryant. As far as 23 and a half for a Cooner, I'll take the under there. He's never done that anywhere. He's never stolen as much as 20 bases in a season for, uh, you know, any, I, only had, what, he had 16 last year. That's a pretty big uh, jump. I understand he didn't, have as many, uh, he didn't play the full season last year. But I don't know if they're going to ask him to steal as many bases this season. I think it's close, but I'll take the under. What about uh, Mr. Anderson, Tim Anderson, 22 and a half. Tim Anderson, he's got wheels. Mr. Anderson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, don't, yes. I don't think I've seen all those movies, by the way, all the Matrix movies. No. Uh, maybe. I, I, I wasn't, wasn't all that. I, I didn't really, it wasn't my type of thing. <laughs> uh, just just, yeah, just wasn't. Right. I'm with you. I, I, everyone talked about it. I was like, yeah, it's okay. It's just not really like, you know, there's other things that I prefer more than that but yeah people piped it up a little bit too much i was a little bit disappointed but mr anderson's at 22 and a half uh he they're gonna be rocking and rolling stealing they got some big big bats on that team though but 22 and a half seems like an attainable number george only had an obp of 281 last year 276 the year before my god that's horrendous that's just i mean it means you're not walking and he's not he he walked 30 times last year he walked 26 times the 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 two years combined before that my god i take a pitch every now and then tim uh, so that that's an issue there. Uh, he's, uh, I still listen. I still think he gets the number, mind you, because I think he, once again he's another guy who has to run. But he he'll never steal an immense amount of bases. Doesn't get on base enough. A guy that I like, uh, Jose Peraza. He sits at the same uh, that big number where most most of the props are twenty three and a half for Jose Peraza. I think he can get there. I, I want to kind of like the over end. What do you think about that one there, George? Well, this is one of your drafting, Peraza. You're drafting him for the stolen bases. You want those stolen bases, exactly. and you're probably hoping for a higher number. Uh-huh. Uh, it's once again the number's right. Last three years, he's averaging a little under 23. You know, so that that's what he does. He doesn't steal major bases, but he, he can run. OBP is okay. It's generally in the 320s range. Run leads have been up and down as far as his OBP. So that's another reason why he's not never going to steal 40, 50. Just is not on base enough. Uh, 23 and a half. I'll take the over here. I think he has to, I think he'll be a little bit better. Uh, a little bit more comfortable this year and he'll steal 27, 28. 
Yeah, I, I think I like the over there too. I think yeah, I I, I think we can almost yeah late late twenties. I was gonna say like twenty nine thirty. I believe in him. Uh, what about uh, our boy Byron Buxton? Uh, twenty one and a half for Byron Buxton. What do you think about this? Well, once again, it's all about do you believe this is the year he stays with the team the entire season? I mean, I, you don't need him to be great. I'm not saying an all star. Does is this the year he stays with the team the entire season? If he does, he's gonna make that number easy. If he doesn't, well, then how many games are here? How many games are in the minors? That's sort of a, you know garbage here. Um, why not? I bought into him in fantasy leagues. I got him in a couple of leagues. I'll go the over yeah. here. But it's it's all about playing time. Just get stay on the field. Don't get hurt and don't get sent down. Did we, we did we talk about uh, you know we talk about Lindor and the the interest. we didn't talk about Lindor yet? What do you what do you think uh, Lindor's over under uh, stolen base total is? Just throwing it out there. What uh, what would you put it at at the Kurtz sports book? Well, you have to believe they've taken into some account that A is not going to start the season with the team. We don't. We don't I don't think it'll be long term. I think he may. Only, he may only miss the first three games in Minnesota. They can backdate the IL, so that's not an issue for them. Uh, generally, throughout his career, he's been about a twenty stolen base guy. Last year, he stole twenty five. I'll say was twenty three and a half is our favorite number. I think it should be lower than that. I think it should be around probably twenty, but I'll say it's at twenty two. Great call, George. Yeah, you're very good at this game. Uh, 20 and a half is the total, right exactly where you said. Right around 20, it's 20 and a half. He's got to get 21 to get there. Kurt, you're good, buddy. I got to give you a lot of credit. That was a great guess there. That's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, was he, that, so that one's too close to bet on. And uh, what about this guy? We like, uh, I really like uh, Trevor Story a lot. Uh, his over under base total, Trevor Story, we know he's getting a lot better. Hopefully, he cut down. I think he's going to have a, a monster year. He seems to be getting better all the time. 20.5 for Story too, George. What do we do with Trevor's story? We know he can hit. Do you think he can get 21 uh, stolen bags this year? Oh, he, he could certainly hit, right? Uh, man, this, this is a really good player. And yes, on the bags. I think he, uh, I he can. Him. I think he will. Yeah, I, I love We all, I think we, most of us love story. This guy's a plus, plus, plus everywhere. He's, that's why he's one of the top plays going around three in most fantasy drafts. He, you know he's going to hit home runs, probably 30 plus. He's going to drive in over 100 runs. Even if in a bad, he, he still steals 20 plus bases. And I think, he, once again, I think he goes the over. I think it's it wouldn't a 30-30 season wouldn't shock me. I had a Trevor Story. It wouldn't shock me in the least. And he gives you a plus average, too. Love Trevor Story. Ahmed Rosario, 22.5. I'm higher on this guy than most. All right. Not, not that I think he's the next yeah, of these okay. great shortstops that we've talked about, but I think this is a good player. Yeah, I do. I think the Mets just need to leave him alone, let him play. I think that's been part of the problem with the Mets. They've always, uh, the Mets want you to be great immediately. You know what I mean? They, they don't, they don't let you, let you grow. Got no, it's it a hard happen. game. It takes a while. <laughs> it's, it's tough. I think his, I think his numbers Very increase tough. across the board this year. I do. I think he's going to 12 to 15 home runs. I think he's going to steal 25 bases. I think he's going to bat 270-ish, somewhere around there. I think he improves. Not immense improvement, but incremental, incremental improvement. So, yes, I have him at the over. And finally, we got uh, Delino DeShields, 23 and a half. What do you think there, George? Another guy where you're worried about playing time. You know, I drafted this guy in a bunch of leagues last year. Got him late because I wanted the bags, and it ended up really not working out for me. Uh, he did steal 20 last year, but by then I think I'd already moved on. He was hurt. You know, only He missed 56 games. Batted 216. I mean, wow. That's, I, he, that can't happen Yikes. for a guy like you. <laughs> you can't do that. You got His OBP was 310, which for a 216 batting average isn't bad. He does walk some. And I, as I said, he missed uh, 40, 56, 56 games. I'm going to go the over. 
So I'm going to be the optimist here. Uh, that's his job. His job is to get on base and run. It's just his job. Yep. Well, George, uh, so right now we're breaking it all down. The best bet on the board could be Whit Merrifield. You said maybe maybe 50. He's at 33 and a half. After the show, I'm going to the bank. We have some prop bets to have. Best bets of the day, too. Right now, Tennessee up 53-42 on Iowa. Iowa's getting too close. I'm getting scared. This is the weekend fantasy update, everybody, with Cam and Kurtz coming back after a short break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. the show everybody cam stewart along with george kurtz going through some uh, baseball props for the season just went over stolen bases george is salivating things get going this week and we're really happy that it does and it's going to be nice uh, george uh, when we do the show next uh, saturday and sunday to actually look at baseball lines betting the board we put a dfs team together hell of a lot of good news another sport to add to the cycle which we love absolutely but before that before that, Cam, once you are done drafting your season-long fantasy baseball teams and the Major League Baseball season isn't full swing, it's time to swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball with DailyRoto.com, who are looking to make someone their eighth millionaire winner. If you are playing MLB, DFS on DraftKings, or FanDuel and not using DailyRoto.com to help set your lineups, you're doing it wrong. Save 10% on winning MLB DFS advice with an early bird special using promo code FNTSY where you'll get into lineups You'll get lineup alerts and weather updates, fantasy projections, and millionaire-creating lineup optimizers. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% early discount today. Yeah, absolutely true, man. The optimizer, and one thing is, George, you know, like when we're putting hockey lineups together, yeah, it'll take a little bit of time or whatever, but baseball, it's a whole different animal. Like just breaking it all down, there's so many numbers and so many things. The optimizer, it's key. You still have to have your own, you know, you have your own opinions on guys that you see, things that you see, but breaking it down with percentiles can save you hours and hours and hours of research. It's a a tool, basically, let, let me tell you, it pays for itself. It's very, very, you need it. Oh, I agree. I use it. <laughs> I mean, I, I use it, the optimizer. Yeah, you, hey, you, you put it perfectly. It doesn't mean you follow it. You know, it's not the Bible, but it gives you an idea. You know, it gives you an idea. We're always going to have our own thoughts. I know I have my own thoughts. You have your own thoughts. We all do. And there may be some late information that comes out that changes things. You know, a changing pitcher could come late. A player's not going to be able to line where you find out he's got a nagging injury. And maybe it makes you go away here. But there, uh, it's a tool like it's a tool that's better than most, I think is the, uh, the way I would actually put it. 
better than most. Yep, exactly. It, it is It is better than most. It's very, very solid, and it's something to follow. It's just basically you throw the number into the supercomputer. It does uh, the hard work and projections that takes hours and hours and hours for a human being to do, but it's awesome. Well, George, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty now, so maybe we'll hand out some hardware too. Uh, Cy Young Award in the AL. I'll go through the list. Corey Kluber, plus 250. Chris Sale, plus 300. Luis Severino, Seven to one. Snell, good value. Sixteen to one on Snell, but he plays on Tampa Bay. Carrasco, sixteen to one. Verlander, sixteen to one. Price at twenty. Garrett Cole at twenty. James Paxton at twenty-two. Uh, what do you think in there, George? Anybody that uh, is on the Kurtz radar? There are some uh, good numbers for some really good pitchers around the the, the sixteen range there. I am intrigued. Twenty to one, Garrett uh, Garrett Cole. Free agent year. He's going to want to have a big season. Plays for a very good team. Had a great year last year. The problem is, I think Verlander might steal some of his votes. So that's always an issue there when you're on the same team. Yeah. So I might be worried about that. Uh, I mean, listen, you can you can go easy as they uh, go sale or Kluber. They're going to have the best chance to do it. I'm not going Severino. He's already out six weeks. So that that in my mind is foolish. Uh, Paxton, I don't think his ratios will be good enough in Yankee Stadium to really uh, also do it. Plus, he gets hurt every year. Uh, I'd, I'd probably I put some money on Cole. I would. I think of a 20 to 1, I think it's worth it to take a I, shot a good bet. to see if it pays off. I'm going Cole. I think that's a very good. No, I, I agree with you. At 20 to 1, that name like jumps off the paper. National League, we got uh, Scherzer's the favorite, plus 225. DeGrom, plus 350. Nola, 9 to 1. Clayton Kershaw, 10 to 1. Noah Syndergaard, 14 to 1. Kyle Freeland, 18 to 1. Madison Bumgarner, 18 to 1. Patrick Corbin, 18 to 1. Steven Strasburg, 25. Walker Bueller, 25. Zach Grenke, 25. Zach Wheeler, 33. What do you think about that? Uh, those lists uh, there, George? Yeah, there's no one. There's, there's no Garrett Cole that sticks out. I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about Degrom and Scherzer. I know they're the favorites. Okay, I get it. Uh, but I'm looking, I'm looking at somebody where I, I, you know, I want to take a shot at and throw uh, you know 20, 50 bucks on and get really get paid off if they have to come through. Where I understand it's, it's listen. I understand I'm probably not going to win. No matter who, who you pick, you're probably not going to win. Uh, but there's no one there. Uh, the, the, the Met guys. I mean, wow. Uh, Degrom, he says 350. Wheeler was 33 to one. That's somewhat intriguing to me. The problem is you got DeGrom, and I think Thor at 14-1 to 1 is, a, is a bet as well. I think it wouldn't shock me if he has the, the year that sort of DeGrom had last season. So I'm leaning towards the Met guys So uh, as far as that's concerned. Strasburg, listen, I'd like to pick Strasburg, but he, I know he's not going to get hurt every year. Is this the year he stays healthy? Because like Garrett Cole, he's also a free agent after the year. So that could be interesting here. Uh, but I think, uh, I think I'm going 33-1 to 1 with Wheeler. They want to put uh, some money on Wheeler there, see what happens. Yeah, I think, uh, no, and again, like, that's the thing. Like, we look at the board, sure, Scherzer's a favorite or whatever, but the discrepancy between, you know, odds of, like, 30, you're getting 30 more points on Wheeler, like, that's insane. To me, it should have been more of an 8-to-1 to a 2-to-plus to 250, 3-to-1 situation, right, George? When we're making bets, you think, hey, can the guy do it? Yes. Do we get value? Yes. It could be anybody's game, and we're getting a guy at 30, 35 instead of a guy at 2-to-1. Who wants to take a guy at 2-to-1? Too many bad things can happen. That's stupid, but if you take a fly, that's how you gamble. You got to take a chance on a guy. Stud guy, great price. It is. And it, it is a gamble. There's no doubt. This, this is a gambling. Yeah, it's, it's, it's maybe a little educated gambling. I'm still taking a good picture, but I'm looking to get paid off. It's really what it comes down to here. And I'm well aware that odds are I'm flushing whatever it is, 50 bucks down a drain. I'm well aware of that. You know, and it, it's okay with me. <laughs> that's, that's what this is. If I hit, you know, if I make 20 of these bets, I only have to hit one. 
You know, well, not 20, but I, if I make 10 of these bets, I only have to hit one to get paid off. So that's really what I'm looking for. I'm playing percentages here just to hit, try and hit one here. Capitals now lead uh, Flyers 2 nothing. by the way. Boyd, another tip. I kind of feel bad for Elliott. Both goals to, uh, were tipped in. Washington 2, Philadelphia 0, 828 left in the second period. Yeah, that one, a very small play. So I'm more concerned about my basketball game anyway. Right now, Tennessee uh, minus uh, seven or seven and a half, depending where you shop. Tennessee 59, Iowa 46. So the, the Volunteers are up 13, 227 left, and uh, Iowa shooting free throws right now. So that's where we got. So George, just uh, AL pennant. Uh, we know the we we know the usual suspects here. Boston at plus 290, Houston at plus 280, Indians seven to one. Yankees plus 280. Do we take a raise? Uh, what do we got? Oakland at 12. Pass. Raise at 17. Pass. It's going to be one of the big boys. I know you look for value in these type of situations, but you have to be realistic. Do we go with the Yankees at plus 280? AL pennant? Why not? I think the Yankees are certainly one of the favorites. You're right. This is a little different from uh, going aside. We know what the, the four teams that are going to be there. All right. You want to go Yankees, Boston, Cleveland, uh, Houston. It's going to be one of those four. I mean, my head tells me if Cleveland can add one bat during the season, one bat with that pitching staff, Kluber, Bauer, Carrasco, Clevenger, Bieber, my God, that's a, that's a really nice stat. That's why I think they'll win, they'll win the American League Central fairly easily. But, but I think they need another bat to get the pennant here. I'll go with the Yankees. Once again, Severino. You know, Paxton, Hap, it's uh, the best rotation they've had a w- in a while as far as the playoffs are concerned. I assume uh, Sabathia would be the fourth starter there. I'll go with the Yankees as well. Yeah, I wish we got a little bit more, but just being realistic, you can't take a flyer team that's not going to get there. That's just pissing money away. We'd rather take a shot, for example, is what you said with a guy like Wheeler, who does have a chance at a, at a better odd. We know these teams over a long season, the cream always rises to the top. Uh, NL pennant right now, we got this one's a little bit different. So we got the Cubs six, six to one, Braves plus seven fifty. Dodgers plus three fifty, Milwaukee seven to one, Phillies five to one. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals plus seven fifty. Like, oh man, Mets twelve to one. This this one's interesting. In the NL, we got a real race. You can actually make a case for a hell of a lot more than three or four teams here, George. We got a big, big, big batch. Where do we go? This is a tough one. Agreed. I think if we can argue seven or eight teams. Uh, yeah. A lot of these teams have you know some kind of floor. Phil W doesn't have the deepest rotation. Mets has some injuries in the offense. Uh, scares me a little bit. Washington, can they hit without Harper? What do they do there? And what's, it's going to be a top three rotation. You know, Sanchez and uh, Hellickson doesn't, don't, don't scare anybody there. So that's a problem there. The Braves, I think that pitching staff, I think they may need to take one step back for, to take two steps forward. I think they still need time to uh, get, that, get those young pitches to mature a little bit, you know, cook them up a little bit, including the guys that are down in the minors there. So I think they have some issues there. Cubs made no moves this year. In the offseason, none. And that pitching staff, I, I don't know. If the, I don't think the Cubs make the playoffs. So uh, I think the Cubs are, are out. Brewers, their bullpen's a mess right now. And they have issues. That starting staff's not all that great either. Cardinals look like, to me like the best overall team in that division. where They have uh, pretty much everything in place. Dodgers are all about Kershaw's health. Can he stay healthy? You know, I just don't know. But I think they'll, they'll certainly be there. Colorado will be another team, but I don't think they have enough here. I'm going with the Cardinals. I think they have a team uh, that comes out of it. And I... As much as it pains me to say this, I think the Mets might be next. 
I mean, once again, that starting staff is very good. Assuming Matt's figures things out. I understand Vargas is terrible as the fifth starter, but uh, you can live with a bad fifth yeah. starter. You know, you add Cano. Peter Alonso is going to start the year with the team. I think he'll hit Rosario. I like the upside there. Nemo could forward to in the outfield. You might get Suspedes back at the break. I, if you want to make an argument that the Mets are a team to beat in the National League, I would not fight with you. Yeah, and then if you look at the World Series, it's interesting. A little New York, New York two-step. Mets uh, twenty-two to one, and the Yankees at six to one. I guess if you like the Yankees at plus two eighty, uh, George, we can put a little sprinkle on them to win it all at uh, six to one. Yeah, you you want about eight or nine, but that's how good they are. That's actually not even that bad of a price. And if they do get there at six to one, you could be in a hedge position. What do you think about that one? The Yankees six to one to win it all. I have no issues with that. Like I said, if you think the Yankees are going to win the pennant, then obviously the, you think they're going to be there. So it's a 50 50 uh, crapshoot with whoever they're going to play. Uh, like I said, no one's going to want to face the Mets because the ground Thor Wheeler as a top three is devastating in the playoffs. The question is can they get to the playoffs? That's really what the, what, what the Mets, the question is. You know, or if they're in that, wild, what, that one game wild card, do you lose that? You know, that's, that's pretty much uh, wherever the bounces go with that game. Maybe you're facing an ace pitcher who doesn't give up any runs. You know, uh, so that'd be my issue there. But the Yankees, sure, I have no problem with the Yankees. Uh, I think I think they're they're obviously they're a very good team. We know they're going to be in the playoffs. It's just the, really the Yankees and Red Sox are playing this whole, the 162 games for one reason to see who wins that division and who's playing in the wild card. Well, before we get to a couple good DFS selections for the hockey board, sleeper team, Georgia, one sleeper team. So you listed the Mets, but one more team that you kind of you still believe can't can make a run worth betting on taking a chance on at uh, some good odds is there like a Colorado out there is there anything that you say you know what this is a team like Cardinals I think the Cardinals are uh, where, where you're uh, you're barking with the cheap 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 with the Cardinals there that's interesting you got a nice price on those guys too and they got a lot of good players good pitching too at the top end of the rotation I just think they're the best overall team I think the Cardinals are the best overall team in the National League. It just once you look at them, they got a nice rotation. They can hit. They got added Goldschmidt. You got Ozuna there. Uh, Carpenter, I think, is not going to have the half year bad he had last year. I think the Cardinals are, are the best overall team. Milwaukee certainly has better hitting, but their their pitching staff has, has issues. You know, the Cubs. I, I say I don't think the Cubs are really in this mix. I think they have they have problems all over the place. So uh, I think the Cardinals are the of a team to beat. If you were to tell me, if you were to promise me that Kershaw is going to be healthy all year and be 85% of his former self, I picked them. But I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Yeah, I like. I, I think the Cardinals are a very, very fair price at uh, what you're getting. So, George, uh, hockey DFS, before we get to our best bets of the day, we're at the closing uh, minutes of the show here. Uh, we did a really good job yesterday. The Blues stack really, really worked. We had some good picks. You had Max Domi, nine points. I might put him in my lineup today. I had a little uh, Gallagher, had like 12. So we had some really good individuals. Anybody uh, that sticks out to you? I'm thinking uh, Pedersen from the Canucks at 6,300 at the center spot. I like against an overrated playing poor Columbus team. Brock Besser's been hot at 65. I might go contrarian with a Vancouver stack because I don't believe in Columbus. What are you looking at today? I see a couple value plays there with a, a guy like Andrew Shaw and the Canadians, $4,900, and he's been very, very good his last few games. Seven points against Buffalo, six DK points against Philadelphia. Who's on the, the Kurtz DFS radar? My God, the uh, I'm going to stack uh, Chicago, Colorado. I think goals are scoring in that game, so that'd be the game I'm looking yep. at to uh, put people in. Uh, I don't trust. I, I don't trust either defense there. I think Colorado wins the game, but and, and this is this is Chicago. So as you you pointed out before, and I agree, this is their last hurrah. They have to win this or else their it's season it. comes to an end. 
You know, you, you can't you can't yep. lose both here. He's, really, I think one team really had to sweep the other to truly uh, make a dent here. But uh, I'm, I'm going to be stacking that game. Yeah, no. I, 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 what about goaltending, George? What do we do with the goaltender tonight? I know that's one thing for people putting a team together. It's the hardest. I'm uh, going to go with I'm going to go with Markstrom for Vancouver against Columbus. Seventy nine hundred dollars. Um, I'm going to take a shot. I know you know nine thirteen save percentage. Meh. You know it's okay. Good good game against Dallas, New Jersey, whatever. He'll let in a couple, but I don't really trust Columbus scoring a lot of goals. Who do you like in between the pipes, George? Yeah, I got to tell you, there's not a goalie I love. There's not a goalie I love. As always, make sure, if you, know, you know, Cam and I are making these predictions in the afternoon. Make sure you check the goaltending yep. stars trend. Check, I, check just, the, I just looked. Call. There is nobody who's, uh, who's confirmed yet. I mean, nobody who's confirmed after the, uh, from the 3 o'clock game on, no matter what, uh, what slate you're playing here. So make sure you check your goalies here. Uh, so I'm not like, – Carey Price got lit up last night. He's cheap tonight, 7600 and they think he might play. He's cheap. Yep. So it's hard, hard not to go back to price, but he didn't look good last night at all. Uh, Grubauer, sixty nine hundred. There's no, like I said, there's no lock for me tonight. There's just not a lock for me tonight. Your idea of Markstrom is not terrible. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's a, there's not a must here for me to play. That's the bottom line here. I think knowing me, I'd play it safe and I'd go with Carey Price. I don't want the best goaltender, assuming he plays. If it's Niemi, I am not going Niemi. That won't happen. Cheap defenseman, George. I'm going to go with uh, my guy, uh, Gerard from Colorado. I think is dirt cheap at $3,300. You like goals in that game. Somebody to focus on a cheap uh, cheap defenseman before we get to the picks of the day. Oh, I love Gerard, by the way. I've got him in uh, my so fa- my dynasty yeah. league in hockey. Uh, they got him. I, what, if, you have to. Uh, he, he is good. He'll only get better. I also like Petrie on Montreal, $4,500. Not cheap, cheap, but not all that expensive either. Uh, so I got... Petrie and Gerard for me. Well, here we go there, George. So now the picks of the day we're going with on the hockey ice. I am taking the Vancouver Canucks at plus 140 against Columbus. I don't trust Columbus. This team couldn't beat the Edmonton Oilers when they needed a win, and I'm just not buying in. They're, they have problems. Carolina laying a buck 60, buck 65 against Montreal should get it done. Oh, I don't like to go against your Islanders, George, but Arizona, I find a little bit too much value, slightly into Colorado. NCAA basketball, Texas Tech minus three and a half in the game. Washington to cover 12 points against North Carolina. And wow, the Houston Cougars minus five and a half is on my card. What do you got today, George? What are your best plays? All right, I did bet the uh, Washington over Philadelphia, so I'm looking uh, I'm looking solid here up, up to nothing early. Uh, I decided yep. not to bet the Arizona Island game. I was thinking about the under there, and yeah, I think you convinced me not to. Five and a half is a little too low there. So when that doesn't work out, I'll be taking a trip to Toronto to kill you <laughs> but uh i'm done if uh, if washington wins today if i cover at washington i'll be plus for the week and i'm gonna be done i'm not gonna play uh tonight i'm uh, i just not loving anything but if i lose with the washington then that might change thank you very much there george catch george on red heat and rage on tuesdays with me and morenzi thank you sean angle we appreciate it may the winners be everybody's tonight good luck with your ncaa picks and all your other sports bets we're back next weekend at saturday